Welcome to the Vineyard Church of Greater Portland podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more podcasts and resources, visit www.vineyardportland.org. So I just want to pray for this morning before we even start, because some of these guys, some of us guys are nervous. I'm not really nervous, I guess, but Sarah might be nervous. Are you nervous, Sarah? No, Sarah's not nervous. Some of these guys might be nervous, so I just want to pray for them because they don't really like being in front of people and sharing. I'm not just looking at you. (laughs) So, Father, I just thank you for this morning. I thank you for the opportunity that we have to share with the body what you did for us when we were at convention, Lord. And I just ask that you'll bless it. I ask that that your peace would just fall right now on top of all of these kids, Lord, that they would just be still, Lord, and that you would give them the words to speak, that they would come out clearly and that it would be fun. In Jesus' name, amen. So we went to Winter Retreat, which was down in Waymart, Pennsylvania, which is about, what was it, nine hours on the bus, guys? We ended up being able to go on a bus, which was awesome. We went down with Pathway. Um, they had a bus and four vans go down. There were like a hundred and something of us down there. And the retreat itself was probably 300 kids or so. There were probably about 360 of us with adults and everything. So it was a pretty big retreat, which was super fun and super challenging, but it was good. So we're just going to have a couple of these guys share, well, most of these guys share um, things that happened. So who wants to go first? Kendra will go first. Okay, so I only really had one encounter with God that weekend, and it was during the 11 o'clock worship on Saturday. And it was really fun because God was just telling me, like, don't be afraid of what people think of you because, like, in my eyes, you're perfect just the way you are. And, like, I really struggle with being, like, self-conscious of myself. So I feel like I just needed that. And even though I didn't, like, go up in front of 360 people and say it, (laughs) You know, it really touched me, and I feel like I needed that. So, yeah. Thank you, Kendra. Yeah, so the worship she was talking about was on, we went for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and Sunday night they had, like, free time. And most of our group chose to go to worship during free time, which went from 10 to 11 o'clock, and it was pretty cool. Some of these testimonies actually come from that time. So, Patty, why don't you go next? Yeah. What's up? Okay. So, (laughs) thanks, Vicky. So, for me, God really touched me in a way during worship, and he just, I just felt like he told me that the burdens that I have just hand to him, like his love and his shoulders are so much bigger than we, than what we go through on a daily, and just give it to him, and he'll take care of it. Like, we all of a sudden hold so much things on our shoulders that we don't need to, and if we just give it to him, he'll take care of it. Good job. You want to go after Curtis? No. I'll let Curtis go. Then you can go. You can go after Curtis. So during worship at this retreat, I felt the Holy Spirit really powerfully. Almost every time during worship, I felt a warm, fuzzy feeling go through my body. 
That's fine. So, like, during worship on, like, Sunday, I think it was, that I kept getting a word, and I didn't go up and say it, because, no. (laughs) And the word I kept getting was trust, because I feel like I trust, um, I don't really trust him, kind of, but I need to, because what I kept getting was just trust in me, because he is something, you know, like, waiting for you, and you just got to trust in him, and you'll get there. Good job, Jessica. Um, I'll explain it later. Sarah's going to tell you something now. Um, So during um, worship time, they had a table full of um, paintbrushes and acrylics and canvases and um, colored pencils. And so anyone who wanted to, they could just create art while they were doing it. And so... um, I created this piece. Um, I just was thinking of a lion, and then also um, there's mountains on the top and the sun rising. and um, So it was just really fun to be able to uh, create during worship and sing while I was painting. And um, so that was just really exciting and to have that other aspect of worship um, there. And then... Um, Ricky and I, we did a workshop. There was 13 workshops, and the kids got to choose two of them. And so we did ours on spiritual warfare, and um, we created this. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Spiritual warfare is for dummies, a reference for the rest of us. (laughs) And so we, um, we got to teach about 30 kids on spiritual warfare, and... um, we did a little activation where we um, we like read a lie, saying like I'm lone, lonely, or I'm invisible, or I'm ugly, and then we gave um, the scripture of God's truth um, for it, and then they renounced the lie and received God's truth and asked Holy Spirit to come in and fill those places. And um, so we, and then we gave them each a little card to take with them as a little prayer, and they could fill in whatever was bothering them, and they fill in the lie, uh, and fill in the truth um, for that lie. And uh, so we gave them that little uh, weapon to take with them. And so that was really awesome. And so all the kids, they they got to choose what class they went to, and. And then we also did a prophetic prayer, which was really powerful. Um, the kids would come in um, to each, and then they would write down what the other one was getting. And um, we got to pray over a lot of different kids and just speak God's love and truth into them. And so it was really just exciting and powerful. Yeah. It was kind of fun when we were preparing for the for the workshop that we were doing. We, I had these little cards, and I, I had this big stack of them because I had no idea. I'm like, there's 300 kids here. I have no idea how many kids are going to come into this workshop. Like, there could be 100 in there. I don't know how they're dividing them. They may only have three choices. I have no way of knowing. So I printed a ton of them, and I'm looking for a box, and I found a box of shotgun shells sitting on my desk <laughs> that fit these cards perfect. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I'm getting, so I told them, I'm like, I'm giving you guys a loaded shotgun with this card. 
Yeah, it was really good. It is totally a weapon. Uh, let's see, Isabel, you want to share? Well, will you share? Um, this is scary. This is very heavy. Um, <laughs> this weekend, um, I felt like it was more personal than all of the other like, retreats I've gone on. Like, they were all like, oh, yeah, feel Jesus. And then I felt rejuvenated for, like, four days. And then that was the end. Um, I did learn a lot. But this one was more personal because I felt like in the worship, God was inviting me to meet with him and talk, just like father to daughter. And he said what my Sunday school teachers taught me that he said. Because, of course, I know that he loves us. But hearing him say, Isabel, I love you and I'm proud of you is amazing. So I would go to this retreat again because it was a good balance of learning worship and getting out of my comfort zone. The conference scene is really not Isabel's favorite place to <laughs> hang. So it was amazing that she came with us this weekend. We were really happy to have her there. Um, can you play the, not the Vimeo one, yeah, that one. Um, uh, before you play it, though, so during worship, um, each time when we were doing the, the song service, they, you know, the guy with the mic was standing up there, and he said, if you have a word, I want you to come up, and I want you to share it with the group. And so... You know, some of the kids did that during work, and it wasn't for the adults. I tried; they wouldn't let me. Um, the <laughs> the the lady's like, "Oh, you'll be too refined," and then the kids won't come. I'm like, "Lady, you don't know me at all. You think I'm too refined?" <laughs> so this the next couple of videos is actually from that time. And when we were there, so we were there uh, Saturday night. We were there. They had worship, and they said that. Of course, none of our guys are like even thinking about that because they're you know just on a retreat or whatever and so at breakfast the next day before I let them go I'm like listen when they tell you if you have a word come up and share it I want you to ask for a word and I want you to ask expecting that God has something to say to you and that he has something to say to this group and so we went from breakfast and the, we had a meeting we we're for like an hour so like the kids are hanging out or whatever and we start with worship for the morning session and about halfway through i'm looking around and i'm like i wonder if they've asked so i went around each one of them and i'm like did you ask and they're all looking at me like what are you, what are you talking about willis <laughs> except they all knew what i was talking about but nobody had asked i'm like ask right now and so they did and some of them got things and some of them shared them and some of them got things for themselves um so these next two videos are kids that not necessarily in that session but that had words that the lord gave them that they shared so if you can play um number one and number two Jesus is strong. 
So those guys are not with us today. Um, Addie doesn't, she's here once in a while and was not able to be here today. And Theodore um, actually goes to a different church. He just comes to our youth group. So he was actually on ministry today or something, so he could not come. Um, but both of those kids did not really, that was not something that they had experienced before. And if you play that third video. So before you had that word, did you think, I, I want a word or I can get a word or? No, not really. But when, when then you said like, you know, to expect it, then I could, then I kind of said, well, if the Lord's willing, then if he, if he gives me a word, then I'll go up and say it, but I'm not going to like ask him for it. But then you said to ask for it. And I was like, okay. And so you asked for it. Mm -hmm. When you asked for it, were you expecting still? Yeah. At that point I was just like, yeah. You okay. had some expectancy. He'll probably do it. Cool. And he did. Yeah, he did. And when I got the word, I, it kind of just popped into my mind and it wasn't my normal thinking pattern. And the second I said it out loud, there was this chill that ran down from my top of my spine all the way down. And I was just like, oh, okay, definitely. And then I kept repeating it and it just kept happening. And I was like, oh, okay. That was that's, a God thing. That's definitely the word. Yeah. yeah. Had you ever experienced anything like that before? No, not at all. Any words that the Lord has given you prior to that? No, not at all. But now that you had some expectancy, there was. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing, buddy. Yeah. Part of what we are trying to foster in these guys is, is the idea that God is always speaking. And if you're not hearing him, it's not because he's not speaking. It's because you need to train your ears to hear him and you need to ask and you need to be expectant. And so it's really exciting to see when they do and when he does for, for us, especially um, f for me, it was really an exciting weekend too. Like we just, we did a ton of ministry and it was super fun. Um, Sarah and I were as adults, they, you know, asked all of the adults and any of the older kids that had been to like Project Timothy or HLI graduates. Um, if you guys don't know what those things are, you can ask me after. Um, I didn't know what they were until the last year or so. So there's, you know, some, there's a lot of things that the Vineyard does that I wasn't even aware that they did. They do a ton of youth stuff and training and um, teaching for these guys because, you know, one of the things that the Lord is really uh showing me and that i that i really want to kind of communicate to you guys is like these guys even though they're young and even though they're just coming into this they have the same giftings that you and i have and just because they're young doesn't mean that they're less that 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 it's less of a gift or that it's not completely you know, maybe it isn't completely polished, but my gifts aren't completely polished by any sense of the imagination. You know what I mean? It's like, so just to be looking at them, not just as like, okay, these are the kids and the kids do their thing and they're cute, but no, like these kids hear God's voice and they, like, we're going to be, we're really, this has just been kind of, I don't know, the last six months or the last year or so that it's like, we've kind of gotten our feet under us, I think, as youth group leaders. I mean, not that we're there at all, but, you know, we were just kind of hanging out before. 
And this last year has been more like, okay, what do we want to, where do we actually want to go with these guys? And what do we actually want them to, n- to know? And, and I just think, what do I wish that I knew when I was this age uh, about God? You know what I mean? Like, what things do I, do I wish that I could have avoided because I knew this about God or mindsets that are, are not, you know, the way he sees me or things like that. And so I've got one more guy that's really kind of, no, Josh is just up here giving you moral support, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Neil's a little apprehensive and he wasn't on Friday, but something happened between Friday and now that he is. So I'm going to, I'm going to help him out. So, so I'll just ask some questions of you, and you can just answer them, okay? Just push over a little bit so I can sit next to you. Um, God did something for you at the retreat, right? Yeah. Can you explain it? Not really. Not really. It's like I do most of my thinking before I go to bed. That's when my mind goes wild. Uh, And I was half asleep, and it felt like a throat punch. Have you ever been punched in the throat? That's how it felt. <laughs> well, okay, so explain that. Um, but it was like this weird feeling of pressure on my throat, and then it was just like a warm hug after. It was weird, and I didn't know what was going on. And then it was like 1 a.m., and then I was sharing a, a cabin with uh, Leo and Ben. Last name. What's your last name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Ben, and then we we were talking about God for like three hours, and then we were listening to the radio, and then all of a sudden it was like we, it was in the middle of a song, and then it just it felt like it changed the channel, and it started talking about um Saul. It was just weird. It was just all weird, and then me and Ben were confused. We both felt chills. It was just weird. So yeah. So you just went to bed at that point. Yeah, it was like four a.m. Yeah. And then how how has your week been different? Um well a lot has changed. Um for the past year or so, yeah, it's been a year or so. Um I've been con- uh, I've been self-medicating and smoking and drinking and uh Thursday morning I had an urge to just pack it all in a duffel bag and walk 3 miles with a 75-pound duffel bag on my back to my friend's house and just drop it off and leave it and just not take it back. So that's what I did. And, yeah, so it's all out of my house, and everything's just gone. I told you you could do it. I hate you. I love you, but I hate you. So, so we're, not quite, we're not quite done yet. Why were you self-medicating? What do you deal with that you were self-medicating for? Very bad anxiety and depression. Like, bad. Like, some mornings I couldn't get up. That's how bad my depression was, anxiety. And since Thursday, when you packed that stuff all up, how has your, how has your life been? Have you had any anxiety or depression? No. I f- kind of feel empty because I've my whole life's been, like, surrounded by anxiety. So I've had all that bundled up so I felt something but now since it's all out I don't feel anything really 
So I feel empty and I have no more cravings for anything, which is kind of weird. <laughs> but and by empty you mean like kind of light and fluffy or <laughs> light and fluffy? <laughs> is that what you mean? Well, not really. I just don't feel weight on my shoulders anymore, so it's just like all off. Yeah. It's like a big backpack that just got taken off. That's awesome. We did not find this out until Friday night when we had youth group. I was chatting with Neil on Wednesday when he was drunk off of his butt and, you know, he like tucked him in kind of, not really, but, you know, just kind of ended that conversation. And I'm just like, Lord, you got to get this guy. And he did. <laughs> I swear to God, if you cry, you're going to... Huh? You're going to tell about Todd, right? No. <laughs> I think that's really what we've got. Oh, Jim wants to say something. Can Jim say something? I'm happy if Jim says something. Jim always has good stuff to say. <laughs> I want to thank you kids. And I want to look you in the eye. And, s and this is not something I'm supposed to say in church, but us old farts need what you have we need what you have we need your life i need your life don't sit back look forward go forward go forward thank you guys for what you do thanks jim i, I think just one more word of encouragement oh wait aunt karen wants this okay yeah, wait, but let me give you this so he can hear you. I saw you Thursday morning, and I saw you walk into wherever it was that you were going, and I thought to myself, where the heck is he going? He looks like he's on fire. Honest to God. And I started to pray for you. You know, so kudos for it. You know what I mean? Keep it laid down and keep it filled up. You know, because what the Lord took out of you, you need to put in by the Holy Spirit. You just keep pouring into him, Lord. Amen. <laughs> so cool. One of the things that they, who was that guy that they played for? Do any of you guys remember the 13 lessons for life or whatever? Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt. I don't know who Chris Pratt is. Some of you guys probably do, but number number three, his number three thing, which just like I'm always telling these guys, like, don't be an idiot. Like that's what I'm telling these guys. And his thing, number three, was don't be a turd, which I thought was even even funnier. So like, that's I'm gonna try to make that like my new thing. But my my point in that is like when you see these guys around church and they're being a turd. Or an idiot, like put your arm around him and just say, "Hey, what you're doing? God has more, because He totally has more, and we need to expect more for these guys, and we need them to expect more for themselves. Expectation is a huge thing that's that's happening right now, and I'm really excited to be part of it. Um, I just want to thank you guys, these guys' parents, for trusting us with your children." Too late, Neil. You want to cry with me? Come cry with me, Neil. <laughs>
Um, I we really love these guys. The Lord has really used youth ministry as as a huge blessing in my life, and I just um, am really happy to be to be doing this and to be able to to share with you guys the cool stuff that God is doing. And this is just the little tip of the iceberg because there's a lot more stuff coming. I really believe. So, thank you. Um, if you want to play that, thanks, guys. Yeah, so let's play that video. overcome. He is overcoming. He will overcome. good so uh i i I didn't even tell you guys this but i want to invite people to come up and pray over these guys and i want the parents of these kids to come up so parents if you're here come on if you're a parent of one of these kids yeah sure yeah but i definitely want the parents up here yep And I just want to share a word with you guys, you young men and women here. I want to share a word because I feel like the Lord put this word on my heart for you right now for this moment. And that word is, are you guys listening? You're not even paying attention. <laughs> Nothing changes. I go home, no one pays attention to me. I come here, no one pays attention to me. Jeez. All right, lock my eye. Lock on my eye. Lock on me. Lock on me. The word is this. 
you're safe. Okay? You're safe. There's safety in this place. Feel safe with the Lord. Feel safe with each other. Feel safe with your leaders. Feel safe. And why do you need to feel safe? Because the stuff that you're going to be doing is going to be risky. The risks you're going to take for the Lord in the kingdom. It's going to be scary. But he's telling you, feel safe. I have you. You're secure in me. And this life that you're going to lead and the journey I'm going to take you on, at the end, you would have never imagined that it would be what it is. So, feel safe this morning. So, I just want to pray. Anybody got a word for these guys? Parents? Anyone? You got to pray? You want a word? I heard the word peace. Peace. That there be peace among all of us, and especially the minds and the bodies of these young people. This is going to sound really weird, but as they were all up here standing, I kept thinking of a National Geographic um, video that I had seen of an elephant herd and what happens when the enemy is attacking, you know, the adults circle around the young. And I really feel, and I'm sorry if I'm usurping this, but I really feel like this church needs to come up here, every single one of you, and encircle our young and, and claim the name of Jesus Christ, his power and authority over their lives. We are their clan. The best investment we can make of ourselves, of our resources, of our love, of whatever we have stands right here. Just stands right here and I I remember being exuberant and out of control. I remember being sad and scared. I remember being in places that I should never have been. And had someone not taken an interest and said, I would like for you to be a part of the kingdom of God, then I wouldn't be here now. But I can truthfully tell you, I love love being I had an opportunity to play with seven kids yesterday I had the best time we were upstairs making terrible noise over all the <laughs> over all the, the the people downstairs having a meeting but it was a blessed time for us because we got to share and the best moment of the day was when Haley came up and said to me, I had fun today. And I said, thank you, Jesus. That's what I wanted. And thank you, Neil, for sharing. <laughs> Is my mascara running? <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, God, for the love of these children.
Yeah, and I'd like to just speak on that word that you had um, of trust. You want to hang on to that one because that one right there will help you all the way to eternity. That's an important one. Jay, you are recording this, right? The audio, at least? Yes, you can. I want to say thank you to Neil. Um, I had five months of deep depression, and it's no fun. And I think you just broke my depression because I just went through a small bout, and I don't want to – I've said this before, and Jeff, thank you, Jeff Bennett, um, he would always speak about depression. And you know what? He's right. We don't have to wear these labels on our – slap it on our – you know, like, I want to slap myself, but I, I fall over. <laughs> but you know what? We don't have to wear those labels. We don't have to wear them. We slap on a new label. You know, healed. Um, the love. Positive things. I'm trying to do positive things in my house because I'm walking through fire with my marriage. And I can say that with my family. You are my family. I am so glad I'm home. I'm home. <laughs> Thank you. When you speak a word, you, you give it life. So be very careful with your mouth and with the words that you speak because Holy Spirit is, is giving you revelation that is life-transforming. So don't speak depression. Don't speak all those things. Speak God's word. It has life. The power of life and death is in the tongue. So... I was really getting the word of destiny for you guys and, and kind of what God is doing in your lives and at an early age. And I really felt that there was five kind of principles that you guys need to look at. And if you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna love God, you're going to love people, you're going to share your story, be available, and participate in the miraculous. All of those are easy, as, as you can say it, really difficult to do. What's it mean to love God? That's really difficult sometimes, but great sometimes. What's it mean to love people? Not just people who you like, to love people. That's pretty incredible. Share your story. I don't have a story. God's going to give you a story because it's his story. Be available. Just be there and be all there. Be ready. And then participate in the miraculous. You guys are all deputized to do the miraculous. Not just because of your age, but not any of that. You're all deputized. You can lay hands on anybody in the power of Jesus Christ and see them get healed. You participate in that. So I just want to pray. Father, I pray destiny into these uh, young people. A destiny that's, as Neil was sharing that on Thursday, things changed in his life. You don't know what you're going to do in your lives, but there is a destiny that you have set before you. That your story is his story, and his story is your story. Be available. Be ready for what he has to do. The Lord is in the mundane in your life, and he's in the exciting part of your life. But he's there. Be available. Participate in the miraculous. Just be ready to pray and see people get raised from the dead by being available. See people get miraculously healed. 
This is not a day of just technology and the media. That This is the day of the, of the miraculous. How wonderful that is. You guys get to participate in this. Come, Holy Spirit, just move on them. Impart things that they would have never thought that's going to happen in their lives. Lord, bring that creativity in their lives. Be that friend. Be that person that forgives and keeps on forgiving. Don't hold any of that anger on. Love people. So come on, Young ladies, I just want to speak to you for a minute. You are not the culture. Yes. You. Well, I was making my way over there. You are not the culture. You are not what your phone says. You are not what the culture says to you that you are. Young women, rise up and take your place. You have something to give. 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 Am I missing anyone? You have something to give. Ladies. Okay, there's men, there's the men too, but right now, the ladies. The culture is throwing things at you on a daily basis. They are trying to tell you who you are. They are, it is robbing you in your heart. And that is not who you are in Jesus Christ. You are strong. You are lovely. You are noticed. Exactly, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are beautiful the way you are, the way you look. You are gifted beyond measure. You are filled, overflowing abundantly with talents and gifts and and it, it goes beyond what the world can even offer it goes be it's so far beyond that okay walk in that don't let your eyes wander let them stay on jesus and let me just tell you something when they do when they do there'll be something about you that people are going to say what do you have what do you have You're that much more beautiful because of it when you walk in that way. It's like a radiant light just beams and shines. Okay? Just keep your single eye focus on Jesus, ladies. So I feel like a shift has happened. I feel like, like Rick said, this...
you guys, that expectation that we're talking about is not something that's heavy either. The Bible says, and, and he tells us, that his yoke is easy and it's light. And a yoke went on oxen. A pair of oxen would pull a ton of weight. And the yoke that went on them had to be fit to them perfectly, or it would chafe them and they would get sores and they would not be able to work. So the yoke was made specifically for each oxen that was going to be in the yoke to fit them perfectly. And so this is not something that that's, that's, that's heavy. It's not an expectation like what your peers put on you or what society puts on you. It's an expectation of what God has for you guys because he has really awesome things for you guys. He is that he has for you. The plans that he has for you are really amazing. I wanted to say that too, that this is not a heavy burden. This is not something you have to come up with on your own. It's what, you know, she has focus on Jesus. Um, it's just saying, I trust you. It's those simple things that will allow God to work through you. It is all God. It is all God. It's just that you're acknowledging that God you when you are following and when you are not following. I want to just clarify that, that he does not change how he feels about you. It's just that you get to open more gifts when when you're following him and be like, I have something for you this morning. Do you want to open it up? But I just want to, like, expectation, like, this is morning every day. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of life that we're saying you guys get to be a part of. go, didn't go, chose not, doesn't mean anything, doesn't mean anything. Hi guys. This was the first event I didn't go on um, since I became a teen mom in this church, a youth leader in this church, and um, that my daughter went.
was a little kid, I got bullied about my speech, and it's really hard for me what I'm going through. It's hard going through with as my mom, who's a single parent, because my mom, my mother, my father got divorced. And I pray for the Lord for me to stand up. I was on the news, share my story about me. Go to Channel 6, stop bullying. That's me coming from my speech. And thanks all these leaders who's here today. And keep up, we have all of the other teens are more powerful than all of us. We pray for you guys, no matter what. Me and Jill knows together, and her son has disappeared too. We go through really tough time. Thank you so much. You stand up for me. Thank you so much. Father, we thank you for each one. You know, these young adults are standing before us, God. You, you, uh, Father, I thank you that you are a love. Father, I thank you. You are their comfort. I thank you, Lord, you are their strength. I thank you, Lord, that you are their peace that resides in their heart. I thank you, Lord, that you are their hiding place, that you keep them safe, God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you are their ear, that you hear every thoughts of their heart or hopes and dreams. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you are in your heart's desire to empower them, to see them, who you have created them to be, God, in Jesus' name. Cause them to come alive in you. Impart the power of fire of your spirit in their bones and strengthen their inner, inner men, God, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, Lord God, cause their eyes to be fixed on you. Father, you are good, God. That you are loving, God. That you are grace-filled, God. And Father, I thank you any moment of the day. They can just slip right into the grace of God who always invite them. Whatever moment each day they're in their life they are in, Father God, in Jesus' name. And that your mercy of under your mercy just embrace them in your love and your forgiveness and breathe new life in them, into them and cause them to come alive in the fullness of to wrap up now but i just want to encourage you guys if you have a word for these guys still that you didn't get to say find find them and tell them and if you're praying for them during the week and you get a word write it down on a piece of paper and give it to them so that they have it in front of them father i just thank you for what happened in this place this morning I just thank you for what you're doing in this little tiny youth group that you've entrusted to us. That this little drop in the bucket is going to change this area and this region and this country and the world, Lord, for you because of what you're doing in them. And that the, that yoke is easy and that it's light and that it's well fit, Lord, and that it brings joy and it brings peace.
All right, well, that's what we did today. So um, <laughs> coffee in the lobby and grab your kids. You guys are awesome. Uh, have a great week. Sorry. sorry, but I just wanted to say something. I saw little Gideon, and I'm like, giddy up. <laughs> he, that's his nickname. Um, he, he doesn't have Down syndrome. We have, they have an extra chromosome. That's what it is. They have an extra chromosome, and I don't wear that label, Down syndrome. It's not a bad thing, but we have an extra chromosome. That's all it is. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, like I said, coffee in the lobby. Have a great day. Have a great week. We'll see you guys soon.